Hey, Chavah, what's going on? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Tzadi Beis, Daf 92 of Masechta Erevin. Um, at the beginning of the Daf, we talk uh, a little bit about Reb Yochanan's opinion vis-a-vis Reb Shimon, vis-a-vis Paskening, like Reb Shimon, in terms of being able to move things from Chatzers and Karpafs and Gogs and all these areas. Uh, we talk about a Chorva situated between two Chatzers. Yes, very exciting stuff. There will be a machlokas there. We get to a new Mishnah, a Mishnah we've been waiting for for the past three months. This Mishnah about um, the large chutzer and the that that right the small chutzer that opens up into the larger chutzer, the nifrit sabim lo the makom Um and then we kind of talk about some halachas that stem from that. Okay, Chaver, we're going to start on daf tzadi al from the base all the way at the bottom. Amle Ravina the Ravashi. Says Rabbi Yochanan, "Yom Rabbi Yochanan Hachi." Did Rabbi Yochanan really say this? Right? What what what, what did Rabbi Yochanan say? Rabbi Yochanan said that we paskin like Rabbi Shimon. They can carry from a chutzur to karpaf, all those things. Um, and says Rabbi Yochanan, that's whether they made an erev in uh, in the chutzurs or whether they didn't make an erev makes no difference. And we're not concerned that you're going to carry things from the house into the different chutzurs or gogs or karpafs, whatever it is. Of course we know that Rabbi Yochanan's position is that whenever you have a Stam Mishnah, whenever you have an unattributed Mishnah, well that's the Halacha. And we have an unattributed Mishnah that says, as we learned, that if you have a wall that is between that is between two Chatzers, and it's ten Tfachim tall, and it's four Tfachim wide, so, they can't join together in an Erev, right? They have to each make their own Erevs because there's a wall in between them and there's no chot, there's no Pesach. Hayyubarosho Paris, if there were fruits on top of this wall, that's ten Tfachim tall and four Tfachim wide, Elu Olin Mikan Ve'ochlim, Ve'elu Olin Mikan Ve'ochlim, so then the people from each of the two Chatzers would be able to climb on top of the wall and eat the fruits. Uvavad Shalayu as long as they don't take any of those fruits down to the chutzur with them. So, no, that's the kasha. We're saying that you're not allowed to take down the fruits into either, into either of the chutzurs. However, um, if we're going to say that you're allowed to take things from one chutzur to the other, then what's the problem with, with taking the fruits into any of the chutzurs? It must be that what's the, what's the situation? It's talking about where um, they made Arabs, where each of the chutzurs made an Arab. And for that reason, um, you'd be unable to take things from one chutzur to the other since they made an Eruv. And it must be that the Mishnah, well, so if, if Rabbi Yochanan is saying that the Lach is like Rabbi Shimon, and Rabbi Yochanan also says that the Lach is like us, then whenever, whenever you have an unattributed Mishnah, the Lach is like that. So if he's saying that the Lach is like Rabbi Shimon, then that must be in line with this unattributed Mishnah. And this unattributed Mishnah is saying that you're unable to take this fruit from the top of the wall into any of the chutzers. Well, why? What's the problem with taking things into, right, for, in, into, into different chutzers? Um, it must be that the problem is that they made Arabs. And that's why you can't take them into the different chutzers and you have to leave the fruit on top of the wall. And therefore, what do we see? So we see that this Mishnah seems to be assuming that when they're, the chutzers made an Erev, you'd be unable to carry between the chutzers. 
and Reb Yochanan must be passing like this Mishnah, which must mean that if he's going to say that the Allah is like Reb Shimon, it must be only when they did not make an Erev. But if they made an Erev, then you would not be able to carry between the different Chatzars. So the Gemara answers, my Lamata Lamata Labatim. So the Gemara answers, no. When it says that you can't take the fruits down from the wall, it means you can't take the fruits down from the wall into your house. Certainly not. You wouldn't be able to bring it into your house. However, to just take it into the different Chatzaris, that would be fine, whether they made an Erev or not. But didn't Rebchia teach that um, you, that um, you know you could bring the fruits up to the wall as long as you don't then take them down into the other chutzpah and eat it? You know, stand there eating it, which implies that um, it's not talking about where you take it down and put it in 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 in, in your house. It's talking about just in the Chatzar. So Amrle, so Ravashi responds, lo lo. Well, if Rebbe didn't teach that, then where would Rebbe know it by? Meaning, if we're saying that, that um, this Mishnah is talking about where they're taking it into their houses and eating it in their houses, well then Rebbe, who was Rebbe's student, would not be arguing on that and saying that they're eating it in the Chatzar. And therefore, it must be that Rebbe is agreeing with Rebbe and it means that they're taking it into their houses and that's the problem. But just bringing it from one chutzr to the other chutzr would, would be permitted whether or not they made Arabs. Itmar was stated, If you have two chutzrs and in between the two chutzrs is a dilapidated ruin. Now, one of these chatseris made an Erev, right? There were, let's say, five houses in each chatser, let's say, right? And they all made, so one of the chatsers, they made an Erev. The other chatser, they did not. Am Rafuna, says Rafuna, who's a student of Rav. Now, of course, Rav said that we pass in like Rib Shimon, that you can carry between chatsers and gogs and all sorts of things. And, however, Rav says that's only when and they did not make an Arab. If they made an Arab, we have to be concerned that maybe there are things in the Chatzah that were inside one of the houses when Shabbos began. So Rifuna is loyal to his Rebbe Rav, and he says, No sin osa lezeh shelo erva, avalashe lo. Right? That um, access to the Chorva is granted to the Chatzah that did not make an Arab. Because then, if the Chatzah did not make an Arab, well, we can assume that anything that they'd be bringing from their Chatzah into the Chorva was is not coming from any of the houses. But the Chatzar that made an Erev would be unable to use the dilapidated ruin because we have to be concerned that maybe they're going to bring things from the house into the dilapidated ruin. Exactly, because you might take things from the house into the dilapidated ruin. Now, the son of Rav, he said, that he, as Rashi explains, Achia Barab was essentially saying that his father Rav said that in this situation, even the, um, even the, um, Chatzar that made an Arab. And the question is, what does it mean, even the Chatzar that made an Arab? Vishtein Asuris. Oh. So, so, so we're saying now that what it means is that both of them are Asuris. Right? That neither the Chatzar that made an Arab nor the Chatzar that didn't make an Erev, would be able to bring things into the dilapidated ruin. Ve'im Tomar, and says, and says, Barab, and if you're going to say, Shten Mutaris, and if you're going to suggest that, well, maybe what my father meant 
when he says af, the she'erva means that maybe that both of them are permitted to bring items into the churva. Right? Well, you know, we, we, we say that a chatzar she'erva, a chatzar that made an Arab, is unable to bring things into a chatzar that didn't make an Arab. Right? According to Rav, a, a, a chatzar that uh, made an Arab is unable to bring things into a chatzar that did not make an Arab because we're concerned that maybe they're, they're going to bring items from their house into the other chatzar. So if that's the case, then why should there be any distinction over here when we're talking about a dilapidated ruin? Just like you can't, just like a chatzar that made an Arab would be unable, according to Rav, to bring things from their chatzar into a chatzar that didn't make an Arab, they also would be unable to bring things into a dilapidated ruin. But the Gemara says that's not necessarily a good proof because you can argue Hasim came in the mintere money the bottom bechotzer asila afuke, right? Because um, over there we have to be concerned. Well, since um, things inside of your chotzer are guarded, right? So if you have a, a chotzer and they made an eruv and they're allowed to bring things in and out from their house, you know, in and out of the chot, right, between the house and the chotzer, so the chotzer is a protected area. So therefore, you might end up bringing all sorts of things from the house into the chatzar. And that's why we have to be concerned that you might end up taking things from the chatzar into the um, churva, uh, into the other chatzar, right? And the other chatzar is also guarded. So there's going to be lots of, you know, items that are coming into the house that might end up in the other chatzar. However, a churva is not a guarded area. And therefore, we're not really concerned that too many items from the house are going to end up in the churva. You're not really taking too many items into the churva to begin with. Therefore, that would be an argument to say that what Rav means when he says even the chatzah that made an Erev, potentially you can argue that even the chatzah that made an Erev would be allowed to use the dilapidated ruin. Right, so, so, right, so the Gemara answers, right, Hasam over there came into Mintere money, the bottom Bechatzer, since the, the, the items of the house are guarded when they're in the Chatzer, Asilafuke, you might end up taking things from your chatzar and they might end up in the other chatzar. But hacha b'churva, over here by a dilapidated ruin, came into lamintere money the chatzar b'churva, since items that come from a chatzar will not be protected in the dilapidated ruin, lo asila afuke, we're less concerned that you're going to end up taking things from your house and they're going to end up in the dilapidated ruin. Vim, where am I? Ika da amri, to those who say, there are those who explain the opposite, right? I mean, the first way we explain Chiyabarav was to say that Af Lesha'erva means that they're both Asr. Now we're suggesting that, we're, that, right, that Chiyabarav is saying that when his father says that even the Chatzor that made an Erev, it means even that, right, that they're both permitted. Both the Chatzor that made an Erev and the Chatzor that did not make an Erev would be able to carry things into the dilapidated ruin. Vim Tomar, and if you're going to suggest Shteyn Asuris, that both of them would be unable to bring things into the um, dilapidated ruin, because we know that a Chatzar that made an Erev would be unable to bring things into a Chatzar that didn't make an Erev, and therefore we should say the same thing over here and say that uh, they would be unable to bring things into a dilapidated ruin. Hasam, you can argue that over there, Kevan de Mintre Mani de Batim, no, you can make a distinction and say, just like we said a minute ago, that by a chatzar, there's reason to be concerned that you might take things from the house into the other chatzar because 
chatseris are, are, are protected. However, but in a dilapidated ruin, they're not protected and therefore there's less of a risk of taking things from your house into the dilapidated ruin and therefore you can argue that even the um, chatser that is that, that made an Eruv would be able to take things into the dilapidated, um, would be able to use the dilapidated ruin. Chevra Numishna Gagadol Samuch Likain Hagadol Mutter Vakain Aser so if you have, right, this is getting back to like the first week of Masech the Erevin, right, right, so if you have a, um, uh, uh, and we discussed this the other day as well, if you have a um, uh, uh, roofs that are like in a T formation, right, kind of a larger one, and then you have like a stem, like another kind of roof that it's smaller and it opens up into that larger roof, almost like a T, Okay, so now, um, of course, the larger part, the top of the T, um, so that is essentially entirely enclosed, right? Where the smaller part of the T intersects, the larger part of the T um, is really just a Pesach in the larger part, and therefore it's considered closed with a Pesach in it, but they can carry in the larger part. But from the perspective of the smaller part of the of, of the roof, um, it's completely breached into the larger part, and therefore they would be unable to carry in the smaller part. Chatzur gedola shnifetzalikhtana, or really it reads better for you if you um, reverse it, right? Chatzur gedola shnifetzalikhtana, gedola muteris vikhtana asur mpneishi kipischas al gedola. Right, for the same reason, if you have a larger Pesach, a larger Chatzar, you have a smaller Chatzar that opens up into the larger Chatzar. So, um, the larger Chatzar, they will be able to carry in their Chatzar because, um, they've got a Chatzar that's enclosed and there's, you know, an opening where the smaller Chatzar opens up into it, but all it is is an opening. Uh, open, an opening in a wall. No big deal, you're allowed to have openings in walls. But for the um, smaller chatzar, it's completely breached, right, into the larger chatzar. That wall where it opens up into the larger chatzar is completely open, and therefore they will be unable to carry in the smaller chatzar. The Gemara wants to know, how come we needed two examples in our Mishnah? How come we needed the example of the roof as well as the example of the chatzar? Essentially, it's two cases of Nifitzab Mlo, the Mokom so the Rav Katani, so um, according to Rav, this is going back to when we saw this the other day. Well, when we had the the, 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 the case the other day about um, the multiple roofs, that Ruven's roof and Shimon's roof, maybe also Levi and Yehuda, right? A bunch of roofs that open up, that, that um, kind of share, a bunch of people's houses open up into the same roof, right? So Shmuel said, look, we could say good Asik Mechitzta, that the walls, even though you don't see them, but nonetheless, the walls from the house go straight through the roof, and therefore everybody is allowed to carry on their entire portion of the roof according to the Chachamim. Rav says, we do not say good asik, um, you know, if you don't see it, and therefore um, you'd only be allowed to da- carry Dalit Amis on your roof. So, now it says, so for, according to Rav, who says that in order to say good asik, the, the walls have to be visible, so then... Well, we're saying a roof that's similar to a chatzar, right? We, we have these two cases in the Mishnah of the roof and the chatzar. So we're talking about a roof that's similar to a chatzar. Just like a chatzar, you could tell where the walls are. The walls are, 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 are you see them. 
So Avgag Nami Minkur Mechitzta, also in the um, uh, roof that we're talking about, we're talking about a roof where the um, walls are clearly defined. Uh, I.e., you can see where the walls of the houses end, right where the walls of the building end, and you can, um, and and then from there we'll say good asik that the walls continue going upward. However, if there was like a lip on at the end of the of the building that would kind of overhang the, the walls, and therefore we'd have a situation where in order to say good asik, uh, well, really, where you can't see the the walls of the building because there's some kind of overhang, well, then you would not be able to say good asik, and even the larger part of the roof would be unable to carry. Shmuel, and according to Shmuel, who says that you could say good asik even if you can't see the walls. So Gag Dumi the Chatzur, he says a roof that's similar to a Chatzur, my Chatzur the Kadar Sela Rabim, Av Gag Nami the Kadar Sela Rabim, Le Rabim. So just like a Chatzur is a place where lots of people are walking, we're also talking about a roof where there's lots of people walking. And as we saw the other day, since there's lots of people walking, well, they're going to be trampling on our invisible wall between the smaller chutzur and the lar- between the smaller part of the roof and the larger part of the roof, and therefore, since they're trampling on our invisible wall, so so it's like the invisible wall doesn't exist, and therefore, it's a case of nifsum below the makomah and the smaller part of the roof cannot carry at all, and the larger part of the roof can. However, if there aren't so many people walking around and trampling on our invisible wall, so then. Um, so then we could say that it's actually a, a, a good asik, that the wall will go through the roof from the, you know, from the house through the roof, and then they'll actually be considered two separate roofs, and then even the smaller roof will be able to carry. Yosef Rabbah Rabzera, Rabbah Barafchanan, Vyosef Abayi So Rabbah and Rabzera and Rabbah Barafchanan and Abaye, they're all, they're all sitting. It's a great group of, uh, Amoraim. Vyosef and they were saying, that we can infer from our Mishnah, that Kilu, the, the, the living of the bigger space, kind of overwhelms the smaller space, and like overtakes the smaller space. But the Diure the, Kitana, um, the living space of the smaller area, whether it's the Chatzor or the roof, does not you know, overpower or overtake or extend at all into the larger part of the roof. Okay. Ketzad. Now, what, what are practical applications of this? Gifanim bigdola, osulazora saktana. Great. Kilea kerem. So, if you have a uh, larger chotzer and you have the smaller chotzer that opens up into it. So, if you planted grapevines in the larger chotzer, well, then you'd be unable to carry, not carry, you'd be unable to plant, um, um, you know, greens or grains, right? So, um, I don't know, let's say wheat. You'd be unable to, 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 to plant wheat in the, um, smaller chatzar because, um, because since the, right, as the Mishnah said, that the smaller one is kipischa shagadola. It's like the, op- the opening of the larger chatzar. And therefore we'll view it as if, like, we smush, we like squash and like flatten out the smaller chatzar and like squeeze it into the larger one. And it's like, you know, as if we kind of, I don't know, we're able to take like a chutzer mover and just kind of like collapse the wall and just push all of the um, wheat like into the chutzer, into the larger one. That's what it's like. And therefore, all the wheat is now going to be like merged with the um, 
uh, grapes that were planted in the larger chater, and then we'll have an issue of keliakerim. So vim zara zra'in asurin. And if um, this happened, so then um, you can you would be unable to eat the um, zra'in these um, these seeds that were planted. Gifanim mutarin. But nonetheless. The grapevines, the grapes would be permitted because after all, we're not actually like, you know, pushing all the wheat into the, into the larger chatzar. We're viewing it as if the smaller chatzar is just kind of merged into the larger chatzar. Um, but we don't actually do it. And therefore, so the wheat would be not allowed because we're viewing it as if it's like in the larger chatzar with the, um, gifanim, with the grapes. However, from the perspective of the larger chatzar, we can view it as if it, it's just a pesach. It's just like, it's, it's just part of the wall, right? A pesach, is not a pirza, it's not a breach in the wall, it's, it's just part of the wall, it's as if the wall is closed. And therefore, um, you know, as far as the larger chatzar is concerned, there is no wheat. There's a wall between it and the wheat. And therefore, the grapes would be permitted, but the, uh, from the perspective of the smaller chatzar, we would view it as if the, uh, like wheat is like merged into the larger chatzar and it's kileakarim, you wouldn't be able to eat the wheat. Gifan and biktana, but what if it was reversed? What if the grapes were in the smaller chatzar and the um, wheat was in the larger chatzar? Then, what? No, 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 I think I read that wrong. Gifanim biktana. Mutter lizroa es hagedola. Ah, exactly. If, if there is um, grapes in the smaller chatzar, well, then you'd be allowed to put the uh, zra'im, like the wheat, uh, in the larger Chatzar. Now, and both uh, things would be mutter. Now, the thing is that that right, both the grapes and the wheat w- would be uh, mutter. Uh, apparently, that doesn't necessarily make so much sense. Meaning, um, yeah, apparently it's not so clear why that why that would be the case because it would make sense just to reverse it, right? That meaning, if you have the grapes in the smaller chutzur, well, then the grapes should be usher and the wheat in the larger chutzur should be permitted. Um, apparently, it's a question. Okay. Now, Isha Bigdola, the get Biktana. So what if you have a woman and she's standing in the larger chatzer and then her, um, husband who's divorcing her chucks the, um, divorce document into the smaller chatzer. So, Miskareshes, well, she's divorced because, um, because since the smaller chatzer is like merged into the larger chatzer where she is, well, then it's like it landed in her chatzer. Um, but if she's in the smaller one, well then, you know, her, her get is not with her in the smaller one. It's in the larger one and therefore, um, she's not divorced. If you have the, um, congregation in the larger chatzar and the, um, shliach tzibor, the person representing the, the congregation is in the, uh, smaller part of, uh, of the chatzar. Right, the smaller chatzar, Well, then they are yotze their chova of tefillah because it's like, because the the small the the shlechti just gets merged into with everybody else in the larger chatzar. Tzibor biktana v'shleach tzibor bigdola. But if it was the reverse, if the tzibor is in the smaller chatzar, right, i.e., where the most people are is in the smaller chatzar, we're not going to merge all the people to where the shliach tzibor is in the larger one, right? Rather, it's just they're not going to be together, right? And they're not yotze, their obligation. Similarly, Tisha Bigdola, Vyachid Miktana, if you have nine people in the larger chatzar and one fellow in the smaller chatzar, Mitztarfin, well, they could join together to create a minion. 
tisha biktana vechad bigdola. But if you have nine people in the smaller chater and one in the larger chater, well, we're not going to consider all of them to be merged into where that guy is. Rather than it just doesn't work out. Ein mitstarfin. Tsoa bigdola. Also the cross kriyashma biktana. If you have excrement in the larger chater, well, then you're not allowed to um, read kriyashma if you are in the uh, smaller chater. Because um, it'll be like uh, you get merged into the larger chutzer with the excrement. But so abiktana mutu the kos kriyashma But if there's excrement in the smaller one, if you're in the larger one, it's fine because from the perspective of where you are in the larger one, the smaller one's kind of irrelevant. Amalu abai snabai says to them, imkain matzinu machitza leiser. So one second, based on what you're describing, and he's referring specifically now to the 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 kilei hakerem. Well, the, the, the existence of this wall is actually making things much more strict, right? And as he, as he explains, that if there was no wall between the smaller chatzar and the larger chatzar, right? Or it, it, meaning, and if there was no wall, it would essentially just be two chatzars, right? Meaning the whole, right? Then you wouldn't have, wouldn't be larger than the other one if there was no wall. So, marchik dalaramas vizorea, right? If you just basically have two chatzars that are open to each other, and you want to plant um, um, grapes in one and, um, let's say, wheat in the other one, well, just make sure that there's four amis between them and you're fine. But hashta, but now that, um, you know, the, 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 the architecture of these two chatzars is such that the, the, the smaller one opens up into the larger one and it's just considered like it's, you know, part of the wall of the larger one, well, then asura. All of a sudden now, we view it as if the smaller one is merged into the larger one and, uh, and there's a problem of Kilea Karim. So we see that the existence of this wall is all of a sudden making things more complicated. So Amalei Ribzeira says, Ribzeira la'abai velo matzinu mechitza le'iser? Well, what, is this something new? I mean, I can give you another example of where a wall makes things aser. Ve'atnan, we learned in our Mishnah, chatzor gedola shnifritza le'ktana, if you have a small chatzor that's opened up into a well, really, it's talking about the small one that's opened up into the larger one. So, gedolim muteres v'ketana asura. So, the you can carry in the larger chotzer. You can't carry in the in the smaller chotzer. Mipnei she kipischa shel gedola, because it is the um, entrance of the gedola. Fine. So, you can carry in the um, larger one, but you can uh, not carry in the smaller one. Ve'ilu hishves gipufel. Gedola nami asura, and what if you took the um, you know excess on the sides of the larger one, right? I mean the areas where the larger one is is, is larger than the small one, or you know there is ex- in excess of the smaller chutzer. So if you would, what if what if you would just kind of construct walls? Like imagine like take the walls of the smaller chutzer and just extend them to like you know be one straight line across the larger chutzer, and now it's just basically all the same. Well, those newly constructed lines are now, uh, walls are going to make it usher to carry in the larger one as well because, um, because the smaller one is now you know, not part of a larger wall. You just sealed it off. So we see that over there also the addition of walls would, would make things more stringent. So this isn't something, um, new. So Amalei Hasim Siluk Mechitzosu. 
So to which Abai says, well, technically, if you think about it, by straightening out, by extending the walls of the smaller chutzar, you're actually removing the initial walls of the larger chutzar, as opposed to, and in this case, we're really at, by the, by the Kilei Karim, it's really the existence of the wall that is making it more chamur, and that is what Abai is asking about. But, um, at, you know, adding, you know, extending the walls of the smaller chutzar would really just be removing the pre-existing walls of the larger chutzar. Um, Anyways, that was Daf 92. Uh, yeah, it was kind of technical. Um, so, we had this big machlokas on Tzari Bez Aleph. When you had um, a churva that is between two chutzers. Uh, uh, so, we had Rav Huna's opinion, which said that the, right, so one of the chutzers made an Erev, the other one did not. So, the chutzer that did not make an Erev would make an Erev would be able to use the um, churva. Whereas Chia Barav says that um, even um, the Chatzah that made an Erev, and the question is, what does that mean, even the Chatzah that made an Erev? Meaning, both of them would be Asr, both of them would be Mutter. And we saw both ways, either you could say both of them would be unable to carry into the Chorva, or you could say both of them would be able to use the Chorva. And then we get into our Mishnah about Nifritzav Lamakoma Asr, and we got into all sorts of cases where we would um, say that the larger Chatzah is kind of the stronger one, and the smaller one just kind of is bottle and gets like merged into the larger one and is less significant. Cheva, that was Daftari Beis. Peace out.